0: Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan Fries, or as you may know me on Instagram, at Mile MileHighGround, and I am joined, almost as always, by my wonderful sidekick, SWTVC member, co-host, stealth host of the show, John Linquist, aka at The Vintage Concepts. How are you doing,
1: John? Great. Now that I'm your sidekick, I'm happy to be the Robin to your Batman any day. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I if mean, get
1: to wear the shorts. Yeah.
0: Really, when when I think about it, it's like I don't think I'm Batman. I think I'm more <laughs> the Alfred to this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, wanted to really quick sit down chat today. So at the time of recording this, it is mm, six days counting till the Hasbro panel at San Diego Comic Con. However. Uh, You, the listeners, are going to be hearing this. Comic-Con is going to be imminent. So we've wanted to kind of just chat a little bit about uh, Haslabs, uh, some things going on, current events right now, where we're at at this very moment in summer of 2023, right before Comic-Con. In terms of collecting, we could pull back and look at the world, but we don't do that here because that would be exhausting and sad. Uh, and throw me into another existential crisis, I don't need another one. Uh, <laughs> speaking of existential crisis, uh, mail calls this week. Uh, Walmart shipped mm. out the second of their three 20th anniversary Clone Wars 20th anniversary ARC Trooper repacks. Named, I the, don't, I can't remember the names anyway. The second cult. one is it Colt. Colt. Yes, I always Uh, think
1: Colt is the blue one, like Cobalt, but he's the red one with the skull on his helmet.
0: The first one we got was Havoc, right? Yes. And then there's Colt. Yes. And the next one is
1: Blitz. Blitz? Yes, yes.
0: Cool. I, fake fan, me, I can't commit clone (laughs) names to memory. I struggle with that. Uh, Love the Clone Wars, don't get me wrong. But anyway, existential crisis. This is why we're here. Walmart shipping woes continue. Uh, they arrived a little the worse for the wear, uh, John, how many did you order?
1: I ordered three, one to open, one to keep carded, one for a local friend, wanted to combine that Walmart shipping cost. Uh, they all arrived in with Walmart. You're either going to get a box, a bubble mailer, or just a straight up plastic bag with no protection whatsoever. I got that option this time. Uh, very cool. Very cool. Yes. All three cards are okay. I'll I'll give them points on that. But all three bubbles are falling off of those cards, which is not ideal for a carded collection. Yeah, not great. Not great.
0: I ordered three myself for the same reasons. Yeah, And uh, mine came in a bubble mailer. So, mm-hmm. yay. A, a step Nothing up from mine, I guess. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, two of the three cards were okay. Um, miraculously, one of the three is in really good condition. The bubble nice. was on the card. It wasn't crunched. And there was minimal damage to the card, like just a little bit of wear on the corners. The other two looked like John Miko had gotten to them with a the one-hand bubble crush and twist. <laughs> uh, they had been completely crumpled. Uh the rifle, doing it.
1: In the factory now, that's pretty cool, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That We all need work.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> but yeah, the bubbles were completely falling off, not even ripped, so it's like, oh, the glue issue maybe, like they're yeah. obviously just coming off, and the card on one of them was kind of bent at a 40-some degree angle. Mm. Uh, you know, we've been told many times that this would be a problem that would be addressed or fixed or that things would be put into place. Obviously, that's not happening, so...
1: I don't know. Yeah, don't know what to do on this other than hope. Just keep making you know, noise. All we can do now is, yeah, uh, you know, Walmart can implement these things, but it's up to the factory workers who are not paid enough to care or know how to do this. Uh, you know, they're packing a thousand things. They're packing lawnmowers and bikes, and I don't know what else. They're sh- do they ship those things from Walmart.com? I have no idea. They ship but anything.
0: You could probably buy a horse.
1: Anything and everything. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna have yeah. to do that right after the podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a horse. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know, that's just not, there's not set up to care about this stuff like the fan channel shops are, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Yeah, one of my bubbles was like just, there's a big rip in the side and the other two are just like the glue looks like it's, maybe they got some of that short round glue we've been talking about where it's just falling right off.
0: Yeah, actually, I'll have to look. I wonder if they have similar production dates to the oh, maybe, uh, maybe. Indiana Jones uh, uh, Retro. Retro. <laughs> Sorry, I went all Scooby-Doo there for a second. Retro. Uh I I don't know. I kind of wonder, too, like, is what can what can we do to champion Hasbro for this? I know they notoriously want to spend as little money as possible. They're a business. But like, you know, could they do something like the SIOC, the ships and original container individual boxes that we've seen Walmart or uh, Amazon exclusives get um, with just a little extra protection where it's the item within the box where they treat the carded item as the product itself inside a separate container for that item?
1: One and the argument against that—that's a—that's a great idea. But the argument against that is that sometimes these figures are also going to be on shelf, so they don't want to have to unbox the SIOCs. I know this one yes. might not get. This one might not get to shelf. It might show up in two years. It might show up at Ollies in six months or Entertainment Earth in three months. We do not know. It, it's you know one of the above. Yeah. Usually seems to happen with these exclusives. But
0: I know Havoc showed up on shelves months later. Uh, yeah. I think that was probably a special arrangement uh, to get something because. But you know we've still got Landos from 2021 clogging, so <laughs> I think we're still close to a item number change, a SKU yeah. change, or something, which would hopefully help. But
1: but I think another solution could be just to have these guys in two packs or three packs, and that mm-hmm. could be a box, and then that could sit on shelf as well as be shipped to people similar how to similar to how Amazon is doing some of their retro collection and Black Series uh, two yeah. packs, as well as Vintage Collection is now doing two packs uh, like the Ewok set. Presumably the upcoming Obi-Wan Invader set where it's in two carded figures in another box to kind of give it even more protection. I think that could be something for them to look at. I'd like that's my vote at the moment.
0: That would be a great idea for many reasons, the least of which is not uh, these three ARC Trooper repacks or repaints. Yeah. Uh, Did they they need to be peppered across a 12 month period? Did we need to wait all this time for the only three things that they did they touted the anniversary and it was just like hey, and here you three repaints coming from yeah. walmart whenever <laughs> i don't know it's it's i kind of keep. Know. i kept forgetting about them so when colt when people were talking about colt yeah. in one of our chats and i was just like oh yeah that's a thing that's coming yeah uh, and then showed up and was like okay cool it's destroyed now what
1: another f- so, yeah we ordered it in november waited eight months only to have it ripped to shreds but, I mean, yeah. the immediate solution is, yeah, luckily you got you got lucky with one of them. A local friend of mine very got lucky. Very
0: lucky. I, I recognize that. I was yeah. very frustrated, but very lucky.
1: And, I mean, a local friend of mine ordered two. One to open, one to keep carded. And they're both in great condition. So, we're going to swap. I'm going to get one. I can keep that one carded. He can just open one of the ones that's already pre-opened for him. It's easy. You know, they make it easy for us sometimes. Yeah. They open the figures for us. <laughs> but, so, you know, that's one of the good things about the community and, and the friends we make along the way. Yeah. Those are the real That's what makes it fun. Yes, yes.
0: Um, but yeah, you, you kind of touched on that where we ordered them in November. We ordered them around the same time we ordered some uh, $23 Boba Fett repaints from Target, mm-hmm. um, one of which showed up months ago. Uh, in stores. On, on sh- in stores. So everybody just kind of got one then. That was the Kenner color one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two, which I think were ordered a little bit after, was that yeah. December maybe?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't have it pulled up, but a little bit after um, the first one.
0: Yeah. The first one though, still is sitting as a pre-order on target's website. There's no date, uh, no estimated arrival. Nobody's pre-orders are being fulfilled. Yep. So we complain about Walmart. At least they're sending us the damn things. Yeah. (laughs) Target has no interest in actually shipping the things to you.
1: Uh,
0: there's two, yeah, the two other Boba Fetts, they're a mystery. Of course, all of these exclusives have been available since time began. Uh, everywhere else. And it's just the U.S., which is, again, confuses me because it's the partnership with a lot of the U.S. retailers is what we're told is what makes these exclusives possible. That's yeah. great. Why are we not getting them? But we talked about it in the live stream we did recently a little bit. So yeah, it's just it, frustration. It feels good to repeat. Let's all get repeating. angry and yes. then let's breathe and breathe. Well, it,
1: it, is a, it is a problem that you think would be able to be fixed. like. I don't know. I know uh, some things target ships from their own stores. Not everything, but sometimes they fulfill things. They fulfill items that come to their stores and they ship them out uh, from pre-orders or from store delivery or whatever. Not always. That's why you'll
0: you'll see something come in stock in your local store. Yeah. I've seen this happen where it'll come t- uh, in stock in your store, yeah. but they'll never put it out and it'll immediately go out of stock because they then ship it out. Yep to fulfill orders for someone else.
1: And some, I mean, sometimes I get target orders that are, the address is like somewhere else across the country, but that does happen a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. But it just did not happen with the first Boba Fett and God only knows if it will happen with number two or three, we do not know. And there are are plenty of other pre-orders from other Hasbro lines and other companies that are doing the same thing. So it seems to be a a big target issue at the moment. Yeah. Um, Just to speak on another thing real quick, I know that uh, Amazon is shipping out some uh, Transformers figures where they just completely swapped the figures across two orders, across two items. So if you ordered item A, you actually got item B and vice versa. That's
0: not confusing at all.
1: Yeah. So what they did was they just uh, like swapped the item descriptions on their website. So Walmart will ship your items damaged. Amazon will ship the wrong item. And Target won't even ship you anything at all. So we're lucky to have these valued retail partners here in the United States of America. Greatest country in the world.
0: (laughs) We love it. Oh, man. We do. We do. Uh, You know, speaking of retailers, though, Hasbro Pulse is still in the game every once in a while. The new wave of the vintage collection, the wave featuring Darth Vader, Death Star 2, Han Solo, Endor Bunker, Tuscan Warrior... Captain Hauser and a uh Wequay repack. That's hard to we- say. Repack Weequay. We
1: Wequay repack. Say that five times fast.
0: I'm I'm not going to. I a feel wee-pack. like there's enough sound pack or sound pack, sound bites in this podcast across the years <laughs> we've done it that if someone wanted to humiliate me, they could yes. just take the time and find every dumb <laughs> thing that is said. Um yeah. those finally hit Hasbro Pulse. The uh uh Tuscan Warrior was up for pre-order was the only one yeah. that was up mm-hmm. for pre-order on uh, Hasbro Pulse. And I did notice it the other week said that it was going to start shipping July 14th. Lo and behold, that was roughly about the time they put up the uh, the rest of the wave to ship. Yeah.
1: And so, so I guess the Tuscan Raider is now in stock as well, I assume?
0: Yes. Yes. They're yeah. all in stock. So you can order them all.
1: Yeah, uh, I Hasbro made the... sure
0: in the announcement though, to, to feature Hauser as the the main draw of the Wave, because everybody (laughs) obviously was chopping at the bit for Hauser, not Vader or Han.
1: The one that's been available from Amazon with a different name pill for over a year, but... Yeah, you could still get in a
0: four-pack for $40.
1: (laughs) But I got the Wave case from Entertainment Earth a few weeks ago, and then I was able to to get... I wanted a Weequay opener, even though I have the one from 11 years ago. I need the slightly different one with uh, different paint. Why not? I don't know, but...
0: My mentally ill self-ordered... Another Hauser. I did the thing that I didn't intend on doing. I ordered a, an opener of Hauser where it's wow. like, I already have this figure. Yeah. So now I have four of this figure, two carded and two open. But literally just because on my open display, uh, my OCD got the better of me and I, I need wow. to have all of them, so.
1: I, I, I am curious to know if there are any differences. I don't think I've seen anybody post the differences, if there are any.
0: Well, I'll let you know when I nobody I'm, bought two, uh, yeah.
1: So. Yeah, I know,
0: I feel <laughs> bad. You're doing a service this. for us all. I'm the reason that we have these things and I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, but that you wrote here on the notes that this was the last of the confusing, no more pre-order stuff that Hasbro did, mm-hmm. which again, to reiterate was Hasbro not saying we're never doing pre-orders again. No more pre-orders. They were just saying, we're going to try to pull back on the number of pre-orders.
1: Yeah, and, and I get. I guess it only applied to that day on the stuff they announced uh, February first or second. Yeah, it was super half-assed.
0: It, it was on the, very yeah. vague, non-committal, half-assed, and confusing. But
1: uh, people asking me, "What? What did I? Did I order this already?" Like, kind yeah. of. If you ordered the Tuscan Raider, Amazon's been getting them over the past few days, and now they're finally on Pulse, and they've been hitting stores a little bit. But I don't know. They're available now, and so I don't know. It's, it was confusing. I appreciate. I do appreciate something comes in stock you buy it it ships you get it a few days later that's a fun experience yeah but it's, it's tough though you know, when it's in stock and or, pre-order or other places yep. We
0: have some of it yeah like you said
1: very confusing
0: yeah that was uh and that was those were announced pretty much the same day as the 212th clones which also just shipped recently yeah. um with a running change we discovered we haven't talked about that on the show nor do we really need to everybody's well aware at this point that the brow lines were missing on the original. The community made noise and we're like, we want the brow lines. Vintage collection should be based on real uh, realistic interpretations of stuff yeah. instead of animated, which was the excuse for them not having the extra paint deco was mm-hmm. they're based on the cartoon. It was like, yeah, but the cartoon's based on something real, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, But cause I ordered one and I got no brows. And you ordered a few and you got a little bit of each. Is that is that correct? I ordered six
0: and I just did a couple of runs of returns uh, with Hasbro okay. exchanges and ended up, I, I, so I started with two of the brow line version and four of the non-brow line, uh, line version. I then ultimately ended up with all those returns with two of the brow line version and still four of the non-brow oh, wow. okay. line version. So it okay. yeah. uh, looks like the running change happened uh, late March, early April. So check those date stamps, folks. Uh, yeah. We've talked about it on the live stream and over on Instagram at, at SWTVC. Uh, good luck still with need- that. It's been frustrating. I kind of gave up trying to get more of the corrected versions.
1: So <laughs> I still need the corrected version. I would like the corrected version. I would. I would have been fine if I didn't get the browless version, but I do want the brow version. So take take note, everybody. Yeah. But yeah. Uh,
0: maybe I'll order more. See what happens. But yes, again, Marty, losing my mind here. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: One more thing that's not shipping yet, but has uh, its shipping date moved up a little bit. The Tuscan Raider four pack that uh, was estimated to ship around September 1st now says August 2nd. So that might be coming sooner than we thought. Again, hoping to get some of that stuff out of the way of the HasLab. Hopefully uh, that'll be on its way soon.
0: Yeah, we do have a lot sitting in the pre-order parking lot right now. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I am excited for that set. though. Yeah, Um. Let's jump over to just a little news item here though, uh, kind of continuing with things that are on pre-order. Uh, this week saw the uh, reveal of the San Diego Comic-Con uh, exclusive uh, for this year, for the Vintage Collection, and it is Kersantin. Uh, He's already coming to the Vintage Collection in the deluxe line expression, I'm using air quotes here, uh, for, what is that, what are they now, 28 bucks?
1: Yeah, 27.99, I believe.
0: 27.99, okay,
1: great. Uh, this
0: version is the same figure uh but 12 I'll let you more get into than that.
1: that yeah there's, yes, there's so. more than
0: that but uh this will be going up for pre-order during the convention for people that are there uh yeah. presumably with the QR code that they've kind of been using lately i believe uh the first one i saw was back at celebration last year when they did the Paz visla John favreau one
1: yeah um, and just and then
0: yeah it'll be up on Hasbro Pulse later
1: yeah. And uh, just as a note on that, I think last year during Celebration, it was one QR code and they just handed it out to everybody. So if somebody posted it online or sent it to you in a text, if they were a pal, uh, you could just click it and get to Hasbro Pulse and order it. But then for the more recent ones, it was like a one-time use. Each one was a one-time use QR code. Yeah. So we might have to be a little patient on this one. Uh, So this includes a different growling head, not an additional head. So if you want both expressions, you have to buy both versions, uh, similar to the 2021 PulseCon Emperor Palpatine or the 2022 PulseCon Rescue Set's Dark Trooper. And I sort of look at this in line with those convention exclusives uh, over the past few years where it debuts a figure at the convention, but includes different unique accessories, uh, which they've been doing kind of in both lines.
0: Real quick, I mentioned the price yeah. of the deluxe version being twenty seven ninety nine, yeah. and this is thirty nine ninety nine.
1: Yeah, I said okay. yeah, twelve dollars more. But I won't make you do the math oh, this early. Sorry, yeah. That's
0: obviously, right. I was listening. I'm a very active listener on this show.
1: <laughs> We'd love to hear it. But uh, as far as accessories, so both of these, as far as we know, include uh, three sets of hands, electric effects for his knuckle duster, brass knuckles, uh, a blaster, a melu run fruit, and a tankard. The San Diego Comic-Con exclusive version includes all that, plus a bowcaster, which looks like the same straight reuse of the Chewbacca one we've all gotten a million times, uh, another blaster with a removable electric effect, and two big old knives, all of which come from the comics. And it also has some comic art on the box, even though it's got a Book of Boba Fett logo, it has, and it has some Book of Boba Fett uh, images on it of Chris Hanton from that show. It also has images of him from the comics from whence he came. So. Does this qualify as a quote-unquote publishing greats figure like we talked about a while back on one of those older shows? I'm going to say yes.
0: I oh, won't we'll count this, it. Why not? I also think it will torpedo the argument of their original Black series, uh, yes. Curranton, <laughs> because he's supposed to just look pretty much the same, man. It's like Chewbacca yeah. looked the same for hundreds of years, like chrysanthemum didn't just become like this skinny anemic little thing and turn into a hulking thing just based on yeah. the, whatever whatever he
1: was, a big, he was a big boy from his first appearance so this is this is more in line with both his tv and his uh comic appearances which is nice to see yeah so yeah he can go with uh i know he worked with dr afra a little bit in the comics so you can put him on the display with that figure if you want to have a different display or you can have him in another book of boba fett but yeah, yeah i saw some people saying i have to get I'll get this one, but skip the mainline one, which you know do you do you, but you won't get both uh, the growling and closed mouth expressions if you only get one. Just for the record.
0: Speaking of things to uh, display him with, uh, hopefully we can get some kind of Obi Wan for him to go with, because they also had a fight in the. Comments, yes, that's true. So that's true. Here's me over here just hoping for all the Obi Wans that'll never come. So there's
1: always there's always more Obi Wan possibilities they could do. Yeah. Speaking well, of
0: which. Yeah, there you go. There is one coming. So, SDCC, uh San Diego Comic-Con for those of you that aren't uh hip to the lingo and the acronyms. Um uh, we've got a pipeline. We've got five things in the pipeline right now that were revealed uh in February and since uh in between February and May the 4th.
1: So, yeah, so we're, we're wondering will they clear the pipeline uh this week at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, Back in February 1st, when they revealed all some of these weird pre-order things, they revealed, of course, the Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader 2-pack. Yes, which,
0: yeah, so that's now the oldest thing in the pipeline. Everything else that was pipelined alongside that has since been revealed or released or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Black Series fans actually did have this Vader, uh, the battle damage Vader uh, that Hasbro specified was indeed in this set for Vintage Collection. Uh, that Vader yep. was pipelined for Black Series fans, I think, at the next celebration that they did, at April, Celebration. Yeah. Uh, and then that actually just went up for order at the time of recording yesterday. Uh, <laughs> however, it is a Target exclusive, so as yeah. you heard at the top of the show, good luck, everybody, on getting that one. So
1: <laughs> Yes, and yeah, there's four other items in the pipeline, which were all pipelined at Celebration in April, uh, alongside the Grand Inquisitor. Who was later revealed and put up for order uh, on the May the Fourth stream on, of course, May the Third, uh, <laughs> and those figures are Grand Admiral Thrawn in his rebels appearance. Yes,
0: uh, we did actually finally get a proper look, though, at Lars uh, as live action Thrawn in that awesome new Ahsoka trailer that just uh, that just dropped this past week. So curious to see how they're gonna, you know, do that.
1: Because interestingly, his costume looks almost identical to his like a one to one live uh, animation to live action interpretation so maybe they'll just reuse the same body and we assume this is going to be you know based on the admiral piet mofter jared uh imperial officer body yes um as is skip ahead a little bit director krennic uh another one we've been asking for for is pre visla uh who came very close to winning against Kersanton last year in our swtbc march madness tournament uh, also pipeline for black series we know it is the phase two version will that have a clone wars 20th uh logo on it we do not know depends on when it comes out i guess and then the last uh, figure in the pipeline right now is darth revan maybe we'll see it this week it'd be a good time to release it because today the day we're recording it july 15th 2023 is the 20th anniversary of the release of knights of the old republic wow anniversaries abound this year folks
0: yeah they all make me feel bad about myself too
1: <laughs> we're old yeah so Is this maybe what we'll it's see- like yeah.
0: <laughs> just shouting about toys like ah, i'm not getting any younger oh yeah damn it's sinking in
1: <laughs> so maybe we'll see these items uh revealed at comic-con maybe we won't maybe we'll see one or two or none or all five could we get something else i don't know we'll see
0: yeah i'm Could we foolishly hope for some surprises? Of course we can, but let's just try to manage our expectations (laughs) a little bit, especially because there is something pretty big that is going to be revealed and probably launched uh, at Mm Comic-Con, and that is a HasLab. Whoa. Yes, at Celebration, Hasbro confirmed that the Vintage Collection is indeed getting a HasLab and it would be revealed later this year. Well, guess what? It's later this year. Here we are. Yes. Uh, They will be launching this on Friday, July 21st during the panel. They will be doing the full bells and whistles. Here's the HasLab. Here's what it is.
1: Uh, saying presumably showing it in person. So if you get to go, uh, there's going to be no panels because all the actors and writers are on strike. But you hopefully get to see a nice Shiny new HasLab in person, so that's something, right?
0: Yeah, Yeah, especially since Hasbro has been teasing it. They've been putting out little cryptic teasers, and I think one of the things said, Deco applied, or model, or something. Yeah. Uh, That'll be nice to see. Um, There's, of course, at this point, you're probably well aware of all the speculation of what it is and what it could be, or what it likely is, or what we think it is. Uh, We'll get to that in a minute, but first, Let's just walk it back a little bit in time. Let's flow walk. Let's flow walk back Whoa. in time a little bit. Uh, look at the history of Star Wars vintage collection has labs. Well, Star Wars has labs in general. Uh, the successful ones being, of course, the vintage collection ones. Uh, first up was 2018's The Katana Java Sail Barge.
1: John, yes, take the, it away. This is the first Star Wars has lab. It was the first has lab ever in general. Uh, it was cost $499.99. The backer goal was $5,000, and it blew past that with $8,810, so not as high as some of the more recent Haslabs. It was the first. A lot of questions around it. Um, It was not available to international backers, unless you count Canada as international. And around 400 of them were eventually added to Hasbro's eBay page. So some folks uh, overseas were able to get one via that method. Obviously not perfect there are plenty of uh, international collectors who would still love to get their hands on one.
0: Can I just say that talking about this in 2019, I'm remembering all this stuff happening. This feels like it was so long ago. Yeah. That was four years, man. That's not that, that's not that long, but man. Five years. Yeah. It came out five four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah.
1: it launched five years ago. Uh, yeah. It launched, that, it launched at Toy Fair 2018, uh, right when the vintage collection was starting to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that it was a big way to kind of get the line going again it uh the dates were february 17th to april 3rd so it was 45 day campaign which kind of set the stage for all the other campaigns to be about the same and it funded on march 30th uh eight twenty eighteen. 2018 so it took a little bit to get going it had a big it had a big jump at first and then it kind of slowly built and then it had another big surge at the end which is fairly typical in these crowdfunding campaigns
0: yeah once it was secured it seem to run away a little bit more more people Mm -hmm. being like oh okay that's happening i need yeah
1: yeah. it's happening yeah and uh, the fomo kicked in i guess as it always does or not Mm -hmm. always but uh it it had estimated shipping date of i don't know when the estimated shipping date was but it shipped 11 months after the end of the campaign um the base offering included a behind the workbench 64 page booklet and a job of the hut figure which was a repaint of a previously released 3.75-inch scale Black Series figure from the Toys R Us exclusive Raincore Pit set. So it's been paywalled behind these kind of expensive items. That was like 100 something so not as bad as 500 but, you know. Uh, at the time, there were no stretch goals. There were no tier unlocks. They had, weren't doing that yet. But uh, to alter the deal, they added a Vintage Collection Yak Face figure uh, added to the base offering, so everybody was going to get it. Uh, it was already coming to the main line uh, in 2019. But they added a exclusive uh, Power of the Force card back and collector coin, as well as a little cup not available in the mainline figure. And as far as I know, I did not buy a second to get that little cup. Um, I believe it's the same as the ones from the R2D2 Vintage Collection, the Bar, Bar 2D2 figure, I think. Don't quote me on that. I think the coloring might be a little different. I'm going to tell myself it's the same, so I don't have to spend hundreds of dollars getting an <laughs> opener of that figure.
0: Yeah, same, man. Same. I, can you, so. can you imagine that at that time I, at, I considered not getting it. Cause I thought, Ooh, $500, man. Yeah. That, again, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, thank you. know what? Shout out to my cousin, Layla. Thanks for hooking me up and helping me get that. Cause it would not have been possible without her. You know, I, she, she let me, uh, coast on her good graces for an extra, <laughs> an extra bit of time. So I could get my stuff together and send her nice. some money to get
1: it. But. Nice. I mean, yeah, it was by far at the time the most expensive, still to this day, maybe not uh, to the end of this week, the most yeah. expensive single lo- uh, item in the line. So, you know, not that we don't routinely drop hundreds of dollars on this stuff, but it's spread out a little more. You don't have to think about it as much. When you see that price tag of four ninety nine ninety nine plus uh plus, was there... Did Pulse Premium even exist at the time? I don't know if it did yet.
0: No, that came that came later. That was the next year. Right, right. I think Pulse, Pulse Premium launched in twenty, end of 2019-ish, maybe? Yeah. Or 2020, somewhere in there.
1: There's a whole... Back in the day, Hasbro Toy Shop existed before Hasbro Pulse was even a thing. I don't know the timing on all this. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it was all new. It was all confusing. It's just many people, it's still confusing. But uh, yeah, what a way to a great opening salvo for HasLab. Um, there was also a uh, a sale barge petition from several fan sites in the years prior to that, which I think only got about 2,000-some signatures. But it, So it showed that there was a big demand for it. And then in the Blue Milk book, you know, Steve Evans and some of the other, uh, Joe Ninavaji and some of the other guys in the Hasbro team were talking, if we could get the barge out, how would we do that? How could we get some of these dream items out to fans? And Has, HasLab was uh, born from that. and. They have never looked back.
0: So all of you collectors out there of other lines, other things that have gotten Haslabs that have been things that you've wanted or things that are exciting, you can thank Star Wars and the Vintage Collection for that.
1: Yes. Our irresponsible spinning habits have uh, funded yours as well. <laughs> but so, of course, you know, a lot of people wanted the Sail Barge for years. It was one of the items from the original trilogy that had never been made. Uh, they had had skiffs and a Sarlacc and all kinds of job goons for years. Um, they had already had several figures to populate it over the years, but Hasbro also built quite a line around it uh, at the time of release. And I'm not going to go over every item, but we did some posts. I did some posts. Yes, I'll take credit. Yes, yes but, please uh, do. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> on, you can check them out on at SWTBC on Instagram, of course, where we talked about uh, the items that were released alongside uh, the sale barge, the successful sale barge, uh, some of which included a Jabba's Palace, Adventure set, uh, which started the playset expression in the vintage collection 2.0. Uh, they brought out a Tatooine skiff that you could display, you know, you got to get two to display them alongside the sail barge, uh, along with plenty of figures repacked, repainted, uh, new, better legs for Lando, you know, a better version of Jedi Knight Luke, a brand new Boba Fett, Bib Fortuna, you know, mostly new Bib Fortuna, uh, as, long as, as well as a skiff guards three pack, uh, including two, uh, two repacks and one, you know, kit bash. Uh, and that continues to this day for the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi with, of course, the new Court Denizens 4 pack, including uh, Tame Drin Garen, the guy who shoots Luke's hand on the sail barge, a key piece of sail barge action that we can finally recreate in our collections, as well as, of course, Velkan Tazeri, the last uh, skiff guard to join that uh, first skiff. And uh, yeah, the Vedane, the skiff pilot, was never made until 2019 as well. So it's a way, it, these Hazlabs kind of open the door for them to build a nice line around them. And get out some long-requested figures as well, oh, you know, heroes, new versions of heroes, as well as obscure characters to go along with them. Yeah, doesn't mean they're done. Of course, there are plenty of uh, highly wanted Jabba's Palace, uh, Jabba's sail barge figures in the line as well. We also did a post on some of the most wanted. Uh, you know, got to get Fozek in there. You got to get some the rest of the Skiff guards from the second Skiff.
0: Window Weequay.
1: Got to get Window Weequay. You know, not, he's he fa- so
0: popular and important that he's not even named. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: Luke pulls him out of the sail barge and he climbs all the way back up just to die again. You know, he tried his best. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a lot they can still do. So
0: It's nice to see four years later, you know, since that's hit yeah. our collections. Uh, it's been a little over four years since we got it. It's nice to see them still treat these big centerpiece items uh, like, like the sail barge. Treat it as a thing to still build parts of the line around it's still mm-hmm. a bit of a priority and it definitely i don't doubt has boosted the likelihood of some things like would we have a Velcan taziri if we didn't have that that mini beat of yeah. the sail barge being something that was like oh cool renewed interest or here's why it's important to have these things so
1: so yes yeah, so hopefully they continue to build the line around it uh shall we go to the next uh vintage collection Haslab?
0: yes so then the next one they they queued up was in 2020 Mm -hmm. and that
1: was the razor crest Mm -hmm. which i still have not opened excuse me on that one but ah dude come on i'm waiting for i was hoping (laughs) to have a nice a nice big day where i could just sit and enjoy it and open it and you know life just gets in the way every dang day but god bless it it's great isn't it anyway that's my problem. Uh, it cost $349.99, so it's about 150 less. Is that the math right? Yes, than the mm-hmm. sail barge. Uh, the It needed 6,000 backers, uh, so that's 1,000 more than the sail barge needed. And it got 28111 So blowing well past it, I, t- I think it took about 25, 26 hours to back, uh, which was awesome to see. Um, the campaign started uh, September twenty fifth, 2020. Uh, and ended on november 9th 2020 um and of course as everyone remembers a month later uh on mandalorian season 2 episode 6 aka chapter 14 the tragedy uh on december 4th 2020 the razor crest exploded blasted into oblivion <laughs> uh but it was just you know following the Haslab tradition because the sail barge was exploded in its very first appearance in return of the jedi
0: That can't be right, John. We don't have toys of characters that are dead or vehicles that are broken.
1: Nobody would want that, right? No. That's why we just got a Darth Vader from his dying scene that the best, one of my favorite figures of the year, perhaps, you know. And that's why we keep asking for a Death Star,
0: because it notoriously didn't get blown up three times.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, it was estimated to ship in fall 2021. Of course, it did not ship until January or February 2022. About February 14. for me.
0: I remember I was out of yeah. town when it arrived.
1: Yeah. Mine is also February, I think, but uh, it's listed as January on their site. Maybe they're trying to trick us.
0: Some people did get theirs in January. I do okay. remember that. There was like a small run of folks that got them a month earlier and we're all just like okay. waiting. We were all waiting.
1: So as opposed to the 11-month wait uh, after the Sail Barge campaign closed to when we got it, uh, this is a 14-month wait, which and I, I've checked all the other Haslabs. That's fairly typical. It's usually about 12 to 15 months after uh, we back it, that it arrives in our homes. Um, the base offering included, of course, the razor Crest itself, but it included a vintage collection: the Mandalorian figure in Beskar armor with a, at the time, one of a kind soft goods cape. And uh, just set the stage a little bit before we dive into what they've included around it. At the time, there were only three Mandalorian figures in the line: it was uh, the Mandalorian in his original uh, armor, uh, Cara Dune, and the Remnant Stormtrooper. That was all we had. Mm-hmm. This came out in early 2020. Um, yeah, because season one had aired in the fall of. Check my notes. Check my notes is when it aired, <laughs> uh, November November 12th through December 27th, 2019. Uh, yeah, and season two started October 30th, over a month after the Razor Crest campaign uh, began and funded, but it was still, the show was still uh, running as the uh, campaign was going on. That was what the base offering had. Blew past it really quickly. Um,
0: Too quickly for Hasbro.
1: Yeah. So they claimed they only had two uh, tier unlocks available, but the success led to them adding more. Don't know how, you know, if that's correct, if that's true. Because some of it was like, uh, you you meant to include that, I'm sure. But uh, at 8,000 backers, there was the escape pod, which we were all like, oh, how's he going to use that in season two? And he didn't. <laughs> um, at ten thousand, it was a vintage collection. The child figure, we didn't know his name was Grogu yet, with an exclusive end of season one hover pram, uh, which was in the vac metal deco treatment, which we all know and love.
0: And we hadn't had a Grogu in the vintage collection yet.
1: Yeah, there was about to be um, the Walmart exclusive one with Mando, but it hadn't quite uh, hit when we were backing this item. Might have been announced already. Some of the stuff might have been announced, but we didn't really get anything else until after it had closed yes.
0: and that was walmart exclusive and there was issues with that yes well. there's
1: always is issues yeah. with walmart exclusives what
0: that pack also shared the same vc number as another walmart exclusive yes. the incinerator trooper <laughs> and so there's two vc 177s in the line yes yes,
1: yes. not but, that uh, that
0: matters to anyone except for me
1: <laughs> but this grogu also included an exclusive head and arm sculpt with the little gear shift knob in his hand. Um, the next tier unlocked. So apparently, those were the only two that were planned, but um, we kept, you know, more and more backers kept jumping on.
0: We sailed well over that final, quote unquote, final tier and yeah. kept the, the numbers just kept racking up of people backing it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So it was at first we felt like every 2,000 there was going to be another thing because it was 6,000 was a base, 8,000 was the first tier unlock, 10,000 was the second tier unlock. We had already blown past 12,000. Uh, when they announced uh, at 13,000 we would get four carbonite blocks, which were already, there was already uh, clips for them. them. So it's like I don't know how they were going to not make those or include them, but you know, whatever. Um, At 15,000 there was the clear display stand, which uh, they are doing a similar one for the N1 coming up uh, later this year. And the final tier at 17,000 backers was a vintage collection off-world Jawa elder figure similar to the one that was coming later in the mainline with exclusive accessories, including a necklace, a knife, an open egg, and exclusive card back as well.
0: Other than the accessories identical to the figure that was in the mainline.
1: Yes. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to mention some of those figures in the HasLab campaigns. Uh, The figures themselves were sort of available elsewhere, but the accessories and cards were exclusive, and like I said, Grogu's head and uh, armor exclusive and Mando's cape was eventually reissued in the rescue set. And the figure itself was the same as a uh, Mando figure that was coming out shortly thereafter in fall 2020, early 2021. But yeah, so the tier unlocks are usually not brought back to the line, but they they do sometimes feed into the line. Um, Like I know some of the Marvel ones and some of the GI Joe ones, like we've seen those bodies again or repainted as other items in the mainline. just for the record. And we'll get to that in a minute with the next uh, Star Wars HasLab as well.
0: And since, you know, as as they did with the uh, sail barge, the Mandalorian obviously was very popular. It still continues to be, uh, despite what the internet would tell you. Um, (laughs) Hasbro did uh, plenty. They have done a lot more than you would think at just a first glance to support that. Razor Crest mini beat in the line. I know there's notoriously the Patrick's Promise thing that people yes. will get bent out of shape about, and that there have been some releases for the Black Series that are frustrating to see because they would have uh, complemented our Razor, crest, uh, razor yep. Crests a lot better or at all. Um, and it's frustrating because some of those figures have then since failed in the Black Series to sell well, so it hurts our chances of seeing them, maybe. In yeah, the vintage collection, but I do hope they're still on the radar, and they do still continue to populate the world of the Mandalorian. So
1: yeah, it remains a popular choice for uh, figures in the vintage collection. Still don't have a ton for season three, other than R five D four, of course. But uh, the
0: the true it, hero of season three. But yes, yes,
1: <laughs> and like you said, yeah, on one of the streams when they were uh, announcing it or talking about the Razor Crest, uh, Patrick said, by the time it ships, we would have quote nearly all the figures that interact with it in the line which, you know, not 100% true. We went over that. But we got, we got all the heavy hitters. We got Mando and Grogu in the line. They re-released uh, Mando and the Remnant Stormtrooper. Uh, sorry, Kara. She had a little issue going on at the time that meant she did not get re-released. <laughs> but, you know, they had the Offal Jawa. They had IG-11. They had, you know, eventually the Mithral and Bo-Katan and Finnick and Axe-Woves and Casca Reeves and Queel, of course. All these characters that interact or share scenes with the Razorcrest. And uh, we did post about that on SWTVC on Instagram as well.
0: We now have Paz Vislo that can give it the salute yep. on, a fly, on a fly stand next to it if you want.
1: Yep. So. Uh, as well as, you know, the Moldo Spiders and uh, Boba Fett's, another repack of Boba Fett's Starship, which kind of shares screen time with it uh, as it gets blown up. Yeah, um, And I went through meticulously and looked at all the episodes where the Razorcrest appeared. Everyone who shared screen time or physical space or touched or went in or interacted with the Razorcrest made posts about that and then split them up by uh, planet. Just of note, I'll run down a few notable ones we need. Please uh, do. Season 1, Grief Karga, the Blurg, the prison crew, especially uh, Migs Mayfeld and Zero, which both exist in the Black Series. We have Season 2, Migs, but we need Season 1. We gotta have Peli Uh, she's perhaps my most wanted, I'll, right alongside Frog Lady. Um, <laughs> it'd be nice to have uh, Carson Teva <laughs> and freak for Frog Wolf. Lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, some of these guys uh, don't necessarily need. There are several versions of Grogu and Mando that can still do. Uh, you know, hey, we need his little uh, silver shoulder without the mud horn sign yeah. on it that he wore for most of season one. In both of his looks, it was the first piece to get upgraded. We never got it on his old armor or his new armor. I don't know. That's just strange to me, but whatever. Also need a Boba Fett. uh, The Morak Boba Fett repainted in his Tython colors. It it can be $6,000 with all the paint apps, but it would look awesome. And it would display well with all the other Tython figures we already have. So they've done a lot. There's a lot more they can do, but it's, yeah, they they definitely build the line around these items, which is awesome to see.
0: Yeah, it's not like they do them and then ignore them and say, okay, well, you got what you got at the end. It's very much like it keeps it, top of mind as they continue to build out as new media continues going as we hit these milestone anniversaries where there's they still find ways to make room for other things that can complement or at least make some sense on that mini beat anything else to say about the razor crest
1: uh no not really
0: okay well
1: once i open it maybe i'll have something to say about it but (laughs) god only knows when that'll happen We'll do
0: a special presentation of uh, a live stream of John opening his Razor Crest two, three, four, five years after it came out. So it'll be great. You will have all the crew by the time you open it up. Yes.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm keeping (laughs) Patrick to his premise. It only, you know, it hit our doorsteps a year ago. So not too bad. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 Almost a year and a half. But yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. You
0: know, Um, something that never
1: hit our doorsteps. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Speaking of. There have been two Haslabs since the Razorcrest campaign 2021 saw the the Black Series 6-inch scale, uh, their first Haslab attempt. The now infamous Rancor. Yeah. You can listen to our episode that we did about it. I think the day of or the day after uh, the campaign, spoiler alert, failed spectacularly. At one point, it was yeah. going backwards in backers. Uh, need to be going up, not down. That's a two-hour-long episode. You can listen to us sighing. Uh, Tyler wasn't there, so we made sure to sigh appropriately for him. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. if you don't want to listen to that episode, though, John, I have a feeling you have some quick stats queued up.
1: I have some stats. So much like the Razor Crest, it was $349.99. Uh, it had a goal of 9,000 backers. It actually got quite close with 8,533 uh which is is that more or less than the uh sale barge uh, let me see real quick da 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 boy and a large
0: chunk of those of that final push was on the final day of it yeah. looked like folks panicking trying to get it to cross the finish line
1: yeah so the the final number was about three hundred less than the sale barge got all those years previously um mm-hmm. and by this time it was open to more international backers, not everyone in the world, but you know more oh uh, real quick yeah. about the razor crest I forgot it was available internationally through zavi at least in the uk so they're they're, they're always looking at ways to expand uh, how it can reach new audiences uh which is always a good thing anyway um the rancor uh campaign ran from october 22nd 2021 to december 6th 2021 with an estimated shipping date of spring 2023 they hmm. did mention that it would hey what do you know that's the return of the jedi 40th anniversary <laughs> We,
0: which they specifically mentioned when promoting this
1: they thing. specifically said yes all the packaging was return of the jedi themed or some of it was power of the force themed but uh it was very clearly designed to celebrate return of the jedi you'd get it maybe on the day return of the jedi uh, celebrated its 40th anniversary if that actually happened but it did not happen so the uh stretch goals were figures and bones womp womp every time and they announced cardboard. it, yeah So they kept saying that they would not uh, announce what the stretch goals were until they hit the next one. Mm -hmm. They didn't hit any of them, so they revealed all of them ahead of time to kind of goose uh, interest, which never really happened. Yeah, it sputtered
0: out real quick.
1: Every time, it it kind of hurt them every time. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll say real quick, the uh, sail barge and the razor crest both felt worth the asking price. And all the tier unlocks felt like fun bonuses. The yeah. yak face felt like a nice bonus. Like uh, I'm sure it helped sales. I'm sure it helped. You yeah, know, but you already collectors.
0: wanted. You were already comfortable spending 499.99 yeah. on the sale barge itself. Yep. Yeah. If the razor crest on the razor crest itself. Yeah. If,
1: if that particular Grogu and uh, offworld Jawa didn't make it out, uh, I, I wouldn't have lost any sleep. Um. But yeah. So I think people maybe didn't feel that the ranker was worth it, but. Again, we've gone over this, but it's a reopening old wounds that we said we've never talked about, but here we are. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the stretch goals were um at 11,000 it would be a Gamorian Guard repack on a Power of the Force card with a coin. Uh why? which I, Well, you know the Rancor ha- eats the Gamorian Guard. That's that No, would I make I, sense. I know,
0: I know, but it's just like, yeah, why on the Power of the yeah. Force card, whatever. Yeah.
1: It was it was a figure that they already had in the line. Yeah. Um, At thirteen point five thousand backers, it would be bone accessory pieces and a cardboard (laughs) background. That was that was the moment we knew it lost
0: backers. It lost backers on that tier uh, reveal.
1: It was at that moment Hasbro knew they messed up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but they were fine. But you know, they, they they probably could have just included that in the base offering. They could have included the cardboard backdrop as part of the box. Not made such a big deal about it, and it would have been you know a nice thing to have. Mm -hmm. Or a nice thing to put in the trash or put in storage or whatever. (laughs) Nice thing to put in the trash. Recycling, John. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. The recycling trash. (laughs) Um, The next up was at 16,000 backers, Salacious B Crumb, a repack on the Return of the Jedi card, um, which had just been offered also in the uh, Galaxy's Edge exclusive creature pack. It was the same Salacious Crumb from 2014, but with new legs, articulated legs. And that one, it stung us a little bit because. Stung Evan, yes. Yeah. As we always talk about the mini cards from the 2011 uh, Death Star set.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I will so not let it, it go. This was the year for them to do it for the Vintage Collection. Yeah. I wanted and fans, those mini cards.
1: And fans have also wanted, you know, Power of the Force cards with coins. And it was just a little bit like, we want that in the Vintage Collection. So maybe they're trying to they're trying to draft off some Vintage yep. Collection wants, which was it's always kind of a kick in the in the stones when that happens. A kick in the uh, bone accessories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So that was all stuff that had already come out or was you know irrelevant to our overall happiness in life. Uh but the final tier uh dream was at 19,000 would be a Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight on a Power of the Force card which I believe at the time was supposed to be all new. Yes. So to circle back on all these uh some a lot of them have come out in some way some form or fashion into the line. Um and you know, the the Gamorian Guard came out again as a repack on Return of the Jedi 40th card. Currently not, on clearance at Target's. <laughs> and currently still on pre-order, never fulfilled from Target. Yes, true.
0: On clearance in-store, uh, TBD probably never from Target.com. Yes.
1: And that same Salacious Crumb, which is already available in the Galaxy's Edge set, is coming again in the Job of the Hut set uh, for Black Series. The specific card backs were not produced, though. So that's the only things for those guys and the coins. No coins, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the sculpture of this Luke made its way into three different Luke figures this year, but we never get Luke, right? Um, including <laughs> Luke-erasure. Yeah. <laughs> including the Book of Boba Fett Jedi Academy, uh, Mandalorian Imperial Light Cruiser, and Return of the Jedi Death Star 2 versions. Mm-hmm. But this specific Jabba's Palace figure shown in the digital renders remains unmade. Uh, the only difference being the lower tunic piece and colors of the cloak and right hand. And the specific power of the Force card back was not produced.
0: To be fair, I do remember when that Luke was revealed. It was literally only a year since they had just done a second production run of the Walmart exclusive Jedi Knight Luke, yep. which was already regarded as a pretty nice figure yeah. <laughs> for the Black Series. So it was one that needed zero updates.
1: Yeah. So it was a bit and, of a head scratcher. And Yeah, and everybody kind of knew that it would kind of be reused as a Mandalorian Luke anyway, regardless of yeah. and if it, it got made or not.
0: And it was probably something already planned again for Return of the Jedi yep. 40th, as, as you've, as you've yep. said, John, that pieces of it have been used across several different figures.
1: Yeah. So and you can really add the, the skirt if you want. I, the, the head sculpt is just so bad on that figure. But anyway, yeah. stuff everybody already had or stuff you know everybody didn't need. It was just a little bit not a, a thrilling campaign, as we all mentioned. Um, and again, what was that Luke at? How many backers? Nineteen thousand, so very and optimistic.
0: The, and the thing sat at about six thousand backers for most of the campaign.
1: Yeah, it, it was continually losing backers. Um, yeah. Got a big surge on the final day, again as these always do. Well, because um,
0: Hasbro caved into some yes. bullying and altered the deal.
1: So as we talk about lines built around these uh, Haslabs, there weren't that many Jabba's Palace items in the Black Series when this was mentioned. Bib Fortuna was not out yet. I don't even. I don't think it had been. Announced yet? I could be wrong mm-hmm. about that. Um, it might have been announced. Anyway, um, know, because
0: he did come out around that time. Yeah.
1: There was like, but yeah, there was a Jabba, there was a Bausch Leia, there was Jedi Luke, there was C three PO, there was you know, not even a Return of the Jedi Boba Fett yet. Um, not a lot to go with this world, and there was definitely not a Malachili rancor Keeper or Ula, so that was kind of you know, Yakface had the infamous No Ula No Mula, uh, hashtag and uh. <laughs> but then they said you know somebody along the line is probably not comfortable with ula coming out that was basically confirmed by st- when steve evans said it was not likely um but they can't have a scantily clad woman but they can have a shirtless man um action figure breasts are fine if they're male so yes 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 and they announced they said at the end they, they posted a picture of malakili uh, on the verge of tears on their uh, instagram and said we hear you we can't do the rinker without Malachili. We're gonna add him in the base offering. Um and then uh yeah, it still wasn't quite enough. A little too little too late. Yeah, that was forget, that yeah. was a
0: few days before it ended, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And they, a, a it, last gasp.
1: Yeah. And uh That was hard Ula, to watch, man. <laughs> Ula was mentioned in the copy when they talked about uh the ranker enjoying his Twilight snack. And uh she is a Twilight snack, God bless her. But they uh <laughs> And her skull was included in the, in the bone one accessory of the plastic bag. plastic Yep. Yeah. But uh, sadly, knowing that they could never have that figure, um, and they never would, they never will, they never have, um, it was kind of another crushing blow to, okay, why make this item if you can't build the line around it? It was a little bit like, yeah. Anyway, we're getting down in the dumps about yeah. that one. Let's move on to the next one to get down in the dumps about that.
0: Yeah, uh I'm a lightsaber collector. We all know about that. Every everybody knows Evan likes collecting lightsabers. They're great. Be yes. It the Disney Legacy ones or whatever, or the Hasbro Black series Force Effects Elite, uh, which got looped into Haslab around the time Obi-Wan Kenobi came out with Riva's lightsaber.
1: I'm checking on the dates. One real quick thing about the Boba Fett, uh, not Boba Fett rancor, the Return of the Jedi rancor, Uh, there was rumors at the time that a different rancor, but similar rancor, was going to be showing up in the Book of Boba Fett uh, just a few weeks after, that was starting a few weeks after the campaign closed. Um, It didn't really actually appear or wreak havoc until later in the season, Mm -hmm. at which point everyone was like, I kind of want that now, like I would like to be able to buy a rancor did Lucasfilm yes. tell Hasbro, maybe think about doing a rancor, but then they didn't really plan the timing of it very well? Um, unclear on that. But uh, in a different spin, uh, Riva's lightsaber was announced at Spen- Celebration. Ah. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> uh, it was announced the exact same day that the Obi-Wan show premiered, or I yes. guess the day after the evening premiere on uh, May 27th, yes. 2022 at Celebration. Mm-hmm. The campaign, again, ran for 45 days ended ending on July 11th, Uh cost of $499.99 back to sale barge pricing on that one. Mm-hmm. About double what the other lightsabers are. Some of the lightsabers are like $278 now. Yeah, they've been
0: they've had a price creep lately, but you can yeah. usually find them for less.
1: So I mean it's two lightsabers, so basically double the price of a Force Effects lightsaber.
0: Yeah, but was it two lightsabers? Because the hilts did not detach into two pieces. Yeah, you could just take the blade out of one side, so it was still technically one lightsaber. Yes, uh, you could take the blade on
1: both sides, right? But
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, but you know, if,
1: right, a couple different
0: configurations. But the um, the circular guard around it did not collapse. I don't think. No. Uh, so you could display it in a screen accurate way because Riva mostly has it in a half circle most of the series. Mm-hmm. Um. Inquisitor lightsabers notoriously spin. That's a big thing. Their helicopter blade thing. Uh, that was something this just could not do. Uh, realistically, because, you know, science, physics, reality. <laughs> um, and because it was so long, the blades, every, even in all the photos I showed of it, I was just yep. noticing a sag on all of it.
1: And we were in the room at Celebration, and I remember when Chris held up the lightsaber, like it was noticeably it, sagging.
0: Oh, it was... I. I don't think I was very excited about that. Um, yeah. Like, I wanted oh, to Oh man, be. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Um, the, yes. they did address that another alter altering the deal situation. Um, there were no stretch goals. They announced up front. They, started, yeah, they were just like, this no is no games. We're not playing games this time, which kind of makes it seem like they're playing games on the other ones. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, halfway through the campaign, they started adding stands for the blades into the images. They were like, everybody, <laughs> everybody noticed these, these things are limp. We got yep. to prop them up a little bit so they had little uh, stands for the ends of the blade if you want to do, display it with the uh, blades out all the time. Um, it wanted 5,000 backers, which was, again, the same number as the uh, sail barge, but it only got... It tapped out at 1,413. Womp womp. Were I you among w- those numbers? W- I
0: was, but not okay. in like a, ah oh, yeah, way. Like, I'm bummed because I love Inquisitor lightsabers, but the price was wrong. The product was not as good as i wanted it to be mm. it just it just wasn't i don't know wasn't and it and i know people complain like oh it should have been the grand inquisitor's lightsaber it would have still been underwhelming and yes the uh or like oh they should have just branded it the grand inquisitor they couldn't have because the inquisitor lightsabers are actually unique if you look at them they well, each have a different lightsaber so
1: but to, yes, to someone deep in the weeds on the lightsabers, uh, yeah. it could never possibly stand for another Inquisitor lightsaber, but no, I'll say as someone who, you know, I freak out about every other detail under the sun, but, um, and I like lightsabers, I have several of the Force Effects Elite lightsabers, yeah. they're good products, they're fun uh, items. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, if, if you were a fan of Rebels, if you wanted another Inquisitor lightsaber, because they, they all, I know the, the styles are different. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. This would have
0: done the trick. It would have done, done
1: the trick. trick. You know, yeah. you could have had it on a shelf with your rebels items and it would have been, uh, yeah. close enough. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe, um, I, it, it was as close as they had ever come in uh, the force effects line.
0: It goes to though, speaking of asking four hundred ninety nine ninety nine 99 for asking $500 for it. I did not feel that the product was worth it. It was not worth yeah. it. It just wasn't. Uh, cause it, Sure. Some of it was impressive, but overall it was just like, ugh. and, and, and I think I'm, I'm their target demographic for that. Someone who yeah. loves their lightsaber line, someone who wants lightsaber, someone who loved the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, someone who likes Reva, like, yeah. And even I was looking at that thing the whole time, just like, I don't care about this. And guess yeah. what, neither did Hasbro because they just said, whatever, <laughs> this is it. And then yeah. it ended and literally it was never mentioned. Like, I think they stopped mentioning it after that first like week or when they revealed the stands for the blades. They were like, and they this just isn't said, going whatever, great. who cares? <laughs> yeah, I held yeah. the prototype at the Hasbro booth. Oh yeah, uh, Cause they had it at the booth and they would they were showing it to folks. And like, it was neat. And I'm bummed I don't have an Inquisitor lightsaber, but.
1: I remember even talk, when we interviewed uh, Patrick and Chris, and Chris was like, he's like, you're going to back the lightsaber? I was like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of it's too big. And he's like, it looks great in a detoff. I was like, eh, eh, you know. I'll say, eh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So we've talked about HasLab history. For Star mm-hmm. Wars successes, yes. the failures. Uh overall, though, Haslab as a model has been a pretty, well, I don't know, a fairly successful uh model for Hasbro.
1: I think so. If my numbers are correct, my quick counting, there were three other failed Haslabs. Um, the Engine of Vengeance, the Cookie Monster Replica, and the Avalon Hill, Hero Age of Annihilation, Vanguard Edition. And there were 10 other uh thrilling successes including the G.I. Joe Dragonfly that is going on right now, perhaps ending or already ended uh, when this episode comes out. But yeah, so uh, 10 uh, additional successes. So 12 successes, five failures. Not terrible overall.
0: No, no. And again, I think that's kind of the nature of the model is it's the community speaking. It's their fan base speaking with their wallets this is something we want this is something we don't want so if
1: they had put these failures on the shelf they would have lost a lot more money than by producing it and yeah. shipping it and getting Walmart and Target and Amazon to buy into it yeah. but which i su-
0: yeah that's that is i suppose the point so yes yes yeah. so uh but yes so now we are on the eve of the haslab we've we spent an hour talking about not this we're now talking <laughs> about the upcoming haslab that will be revealed at comic con after you hear this episode, maybe right before you've listened to this episode to kind of get in the mood. Yes. So just going to say it, if it's the ghost. Yes. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that originated on our live stream last week. Uh, again, can't say anything for certain. We don't know anything, but the common assumption seems to be that it's likely Maybe, possibly, probably...
1: Probably the, the ghost. ghost. Even from ignoring... Star
0: Wars Rebels and the upcoming show, Ahsoka.
1: Yes, and briefly glimpsed in Rogue One and Rise of Skywalker. If yes. you're a live-action only kind of kind of guy. Yeah. I if don't are, watch cartoons. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I only like Muppets.
1: I hate joy.
0: Bleh, Star Wars ended in 1983. <laughs> <laughs> there goes all of our listeners. <laughs> yes.
1: But, uh, yeah, so to that point... If it's the ghost, as we've mentioned, Hasbro Pulse has been releasing these uh, teases on their uh, in social medias where it's the view screen, the blue view screen from the ghost, um, whatever the screen, whatever it's called. Um, and it has lots of hints like, you know, crew members talking about crew members and, you know, crew assignments turrets. complete yes, or, crew assignments. Yeah. yeah. I should have written it out. That would have been a great uh, thing to add to this episode, but I did not. So there we go. It would have been,
0: but you know what? The ship sailed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Like Riva's lightsaber, who gives a shit? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so as we've been saying with the other Haslabs, they're almost always uh, a, about a month and a half, about a 45-day window. Um, and that gives you time to scrounge up the cash, uh, sell some Luminate on the street corner, sell other things in the street corner, uh, look under your couch cushions, um, purge those black series collections yes take money out of your kids college funds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to um, because you don't get charged until the end of the campaign if it's a successful campaign Correct. if it reaches the number of backers those backers will be charged at 11.59pm on the day the campaign closes if it backs the first day if it backs the last day if it backs halfway through if you back at any of those times it doesn't matter everybody gets charged uh, at the very end of the campaign yes. so keep that so in if mind if you hit if you
0: hit back on day one, you still have an extra month and a half, probably, to scrounge up the dough.
1: Yes. You should, and Tyler has been yelling at you to scrounge up that dough already, so if you don't yes. already have it, uh, you should be planning ahead. And
0: because- again, this is not telling any anybody anything about what to do with their money. It's yep. just, if you are if you want it, if you're interested in a vintage collection HazLab, regardless of what it is, if you're interested in what- the specific thing is that we think it is, if it's the ghost, great. Yeah. These are just helpful little nudges to remind you to save if you want it or back it, to support it, show the support if you want it or the things it could come with or beget in the line.
1: Yes. And it's a good show of support for the line. Yes. If you don't want it, don't get it. Great. But if you want to show support for vintage collection items in general, it would be a smart idea to back it. There are some people who probably can't afford it at the moment that will be, uh, you know, hitting you up in a year and a half or, yeah. you know, twice the price of what it is now. Just saying not don't be a scalper, but that's yeah. usually the way these things go.
0: I did see a video of someone saying that, uh, oh, the Razor Crest, though, is only like $600 or so now. And it was that's basically what it was when it was uh the Haslab was like, What?
1: No, that's still that's almost double the price. Yeah. You can still yeah. sell it for
0: almost <laughs> twice what it was worth. But what what? Yeah. If you bought two, you could
1: you could cover both of them by selling one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: which is not saying do that. Just, you know.
1: Right. But it's never gonna but long story short, it's never gonna be cheaper than it is when it's offered as a Haslab. They're not yes. you know, they're not going and to re release it, it.
0: Never be offered again.
1: It will never be offered again. As we said ever. some of the some of the additional fun bonuses the tier unlocks might come in a different way in a different package with different deco mm-hmm. what have you with fewer accessories but the main item will never be offered again yeah um the only the only counterpoint to that is that one of the uh, the other Avalon Hill ones was available separately but they were upfront up about that the HeroQuest game system um which was actually the most successful one according to their website it got 107,000 992 backers and only needed 500 and then it was available it, as a regular item after that with without some of the items it wasn't
0: super expensive if i recall correctly either
1: the, no there were two tiers uh, using a, a different uh meaning of the word tier there was a $99 heroic tier and the one hundred forty-nine ninety-nine uh mythic tier whatever that means so that
0: was maybe the least uh expensive has left yeah. so that makes sense yeah. especially yeah. if it was like a card game system
1: yes so, uh the other most expensive HasLab up to this point was Unicron, uh, the Transformers War of Cybertron figure that uh launched in 2019. Cost was $574.99. That was the most expensive. Perhaps we are about to break that record if uh rumors are to be believed.
0: Yes. Yes, it'd be a little little higher than that price wise. Yes.
1: And uh that one only that one needed 8,000 backers and they did extended by 36 days i do not expect that to happen here that was the only time that has ever happened every other time since then they were like sorry guys that was that was your chance that was your shot you blew it (laughs) so i would not expect them to do that again
0: yeah yeah i i guess and we touched on this a little bit on our recent live stream um and i know we've mentioned it several times but last weekend we did uh, a stream with uh, john miko from the vintage collection the face uh, the vintage collection facebook group uh, victoria from victoria's cantina and tim from bosk's bounty fun time it's great so watch that on our youtube if you want to go back and listen to more people other than the, other than just us to talk about stuff uh thank you to our guests and all those who did watch live mm-hmm. um i guess one of my concerns though with this is this? And I'm not trying to be dour. I'm super excited for this Haslab, regardless of what it is, and based on what we seem to assume it might be, if it's the ghost, incredibly excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do worry a little bit though about the price being a bit high and yeah. things being a bit more expensive in general in our day to day life. Yep. Some other external factors such as student loan interest starts accruing again the same day that this likely ends its backing window. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other pre-orders up in the air of fairly more expensive items other than just a mainline wave, also due to kind right. of arrive at that same time. Although at the top of the show, John, you had mentioned the Tuscan Raider pack, which then moved up from that time to ship lot, maybe in August.
1: Yeah, and a lot of stuff like there was a, uh, a wave of Black Series and a wave of Indiana Jones Adventure Series that were supposed to ship early to mid-September and they're shipping now in mid-July um so you know we say as always these items could arrive early or late uh the big one to look out for is the uh, Boba Fett's throne room set
0: mm-hmm. which
1: was kind of like a has a diet Haslab Haslab light if you will yes. um which where they had to open pre-orders for a long time on Hasbro Pulse and um that should be shipping early September um but that did not charge ahead of time. That will charge when it ships, like most other Hasbro Pulse items. Yes. Um, and if so, you
0: ordered two for that carded fat bib and yes. one to
1: open, <laughs> like some of us here, yeah.
0: me, prepare yourselves.
1: <laughs> also me, yes. Yeah. That was, what, 230 bucks <laughs> Was that the deal? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. get ready. Get those credit cards. Hope, uh, hope your credit cards are updated and clean and clear and have a lot of uh, runway on them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
0: Do we want to talk about things that we'd like to see Hasbro do to support this hashtag? Yes. If it's the ghost.
1: <laughs> yes. I'll say real quick, uh, the backing window, since it will probably open on this Friday, uh, July 21st, when they do the panel at 2 PM, uh, 45 days after that is the first week of September. That's why we're saying kind of plan to have the money available. Then it's yes. all things looking at the other campaigns. If everything is the same, that's probably when it will uh, charge. Yeah. So there you go. So, yes. So, there's a lot I'd like to see them do to support it. Um, you know, the the issue is that
0: nothing. Yeah, like like the Razor Crest, which only had a couple figures in the line yes. before this big ticket item was announced. Rebels has been a notoriously absent and unrepresented, completely media property in the vintage collection.
1: Yes, it it figures from this show are always highly requested on the SWTVC March Madness every year. They always do well. Uh, the entire crew is always in the bracket. Um, We do have Thrawn in the pipeline. He will be the first character on a Rebels card, as far as we know, unless something pops up before that. But that's the first one announced for a Rebels card in Vintage Collection, finally. Um, As I've said before, Rebels was kind of in that weird area where Vintage Collection 1.0 ended. The figures ended late 2012. The vehicles ended late 2013. Rebels started fall of 2014. It had a full line of uh, animated style, five points of articulation uh, figures. Fun figures. It's a fun, colorful line. Maybe not the standards that most vintage collection collectors are looking for. Um, and then it ended in spring of 2018, right as the vintage collection was coming back. So it missed its window to kind of be a currently airing property uh, with the vintage collection figures. And uh, of course, Black Series was around when Rebels was around, so it got uh, most of the crew when it was out. And then they were already, you know, well into the into the crew when it ended. So they were able to add the last few after that and then repaint them all and add Zeb, um, a couple years after that. Uh, whereas vintage collection has zero of them so far. So the crew is obviously the biggest want that people uh, have from rebels, especially when it comes to the ghost.
0: Many of the characters from rebels have been making the jump to live action based on the Ahsoka trailer or Zeb popping up in the Mandalorian, uh, in the -hmm. Mandalorian season three. Um, so, you know, again, a lot of this stuff is being translated into Ahsoka, which um, Dave Filoni kind of mentioned to uh, Rosario Dawson offhand that it's kind of like uh, season five of Rebels. It's a continuation of that story. Yep. So and that makes sense.
1: We keep comparing. We talked about it on the stream, but, um, you know, comparing if one figure would be able to work for both appearances because, you know, Hera's got a cool jacket now. Mm-hmm. Um similar to her squadron's jacket, but not uh, similar to anything that she actually wore in Rebels. Um, Sabine, she has that long hair and jumpsuit look, but when she puts the armor back on, it's supposed to be the same armor from uh, Rebels, which she repainted over and over again. Um, so, uh, you know, she loves to repaint. We you know Hasbro loves to repaint, so they could just do that. Um, Ezra is wearing the exact same clothes because it's the, a similar hologram from the end of Season 4 that we see in the trailer. Um, Zeb now has his flight suit in Mandalorian, so that would be a different uh, body for the most part. Kanan is presumably not making the jump to live action. Spoiler alert for a five-year-old episode of TV. Yeah,
0: almost 10-year-old show, Yeah, five-year-old episode.
1: But uh, he will probably not be in the continuing story unless um, though his spirit kind of lives on in Doom the Wolf. It's a strange show, but I love it. And Um, we hear him in
0: Rise of Skywalker.
1: We do, we do. So... Yeah, so there's a lot of things they can do to kind of fit both worlds. Chopper looks the exact same. There's already a great Disney Parks version. Maybe they can re-release that in a, a figure set or Hasbro can borrow the tooling or do a new one of their own or something. But that's, that's the big elephant in the room is, you know, where's the Rebels crew mm-hmm. if we're going to have a big uh, Rebels item. But yes. as we have shown with those Instagram posts, they do build lines around the Haslabs if they're successful. So, you know, if there's a big showing of support for this, that would be a big showing of support for rebels in general and the crew in particular, in my opinion. Um, though, of course, we don't know. Are they going? Are some going to be included in the Hazlab? Are none going to be included in the Hazlab? Are they going to be tiers? Are they going to be part of the base offering? Are they going to be pipelines that are mentioned? You know, a week into the campaign to goose interest. We actually we have no idea. I have no idea. No,
0: no. And it, it's you know, for me. There's a lot of stuff that I do personally want to see in the Vintage Collection that is either directly or indirectly tied to both the Ghost, uh, be it through Rebels or through Ahsoka. So this ship would pull double duties for two media properties, animated and live action, um, which, of course, the animated would be new media now or the live action would be new media now. Uh, Rebels will be celebrating its 10th anniversary next year. Um, Chris Rice has said... Me directly in a QA that he that Rebels is his favorite. Like they obviously are aware of the demand for Rebels characters. So I while there's a lot of this stuff tied to that, I do think that if this were to be a smashing success, like, or if this were to be just pretty dang successful in general, it would beget or at least boost the likelihood of a lot of these things making their way into the line. So
1: yeah, for sure. And as you mentioned, the anniversary next year, similar to how the Rancor went up a year and a half before the Return of the Jedi anniversary, and it was supposed to ship in the Return of the Jedi anniversary, um, you know, that's why people are like, why, is, why isn't why is this? Or why is this? Or could it be a Return of the Jedi item for the 40th anniversary? And no. Um, if it's the Ghost, it would make sense to air, to happen alongside the premiere of the Ahsoka series we we've already seen it in the trailer. We saw the cockpit, the interior of the cockpit when Harris says once a rebel, always a rebel that's in the ghost. We have yes. not actually seen the exterior yet, which I'm getting a little nervous on that. Three uh, episodes will
0: have aired by the yes, time,
1: but by yeah. the, I'll say by the time it ships, it will be the 10th anniversary of rebels. So it's relevant yes. to both Ahsoka and rebels, but in terms of actually seeing it, yeah. Um, Thanks to the two episode premiere, we know three episodes will have aired by the time that it likely closes and yeah, there were some images released that had the, the the episode numbers on them. So there was an image of Hera in uh, episode three. At least she appears in the first episode as a holograms. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, but we don't know if... Actually, we don't know when exactly we're going to see the ghost. We hope that Hera's going to be flying the ghost the entire time. But I th- we've seen it's, her on other ships and stuff as well.
0: But this is not like the Rancor scenario from Book of yeah. Boba Fett because... Right. We know these characters are there. We know that the ghost is at least a thing that's present Yeah. while this is a thing that's happening. It's not a secret surprise that, yeah. you know, Lucasfilm is trying to keep away from Hasbro, or at least I hope. Yeah. I
1: hope <laughs> um, yeah. And luckily, and Lego is doing a ghost again, their second yes. ghost, a second or third, dropped. maybe. That just dropped. So that's out in the world. It might have leaked a day early, but it went up on Amazon after mm-hmm. it. Debut to the world. And interestingly, that one has Ahsoka figures in it. So it's got a New Republic officer, a Mon Calamari pilot, but it's got Hera, Chopper, right? And I think so. And? Jason Syndulla, Mm -hmm. previously only seen in the Rebels season four epilogue. And he's got new hair. That's a whole other topic, a whole other ball of wax. (laughs) But so if if the Lego is doing Ahsoka series figures for it, does that mean Hasbro is going to be doing Ahsoka series figures for it? Or the will they put that in the main line and have rebels figures in the Haslab, or do some here and some there? I don't know. They got so many options and we're all waiting yeah. on pins and needles to see what they do, but
0: there are a lot of options and these are all things that have been oft requested and uh, in terms of rebels. And then with the these are all things that seem to be things that people are interested in seeing because yeah. it's new. And also because rebels is a popular property. It is one of those things that as time has gone on, it's still staying relevant, and it is. Yeah. I've said this before on the show many times. Where Rebels is basically what laid the foundation for almost all of the live action Star Wars shows going on on Disney Plus right now. There's at least something inspired by Rebels in each show.
1: Yeah, we know that, for Andor, like, uh, but you know, well, no, even Tony well, Gilroy, no, is yeah. talking about uh, Mon Mothma, and like, we he's always like, we know the canon. We know when Mon Mothma leaves the Senate, which we saw in Rebels. That's a Rebel scene mm-hmm. that he's currently uh, working around or, you know, involving Saw and everybody. Um, So the fact that officially they've revealed Thrawn from Rebels, and this kind of goes along with their, you know, when Boba Fett was about to show up in The Mandalorian, we got a helmet and I think a Black Series figure and the uh, vintage collection Return of the Jedi figure. When Palpatine was about to show up in Rise of Skywalker, they did some Black Series stuff for him. So I think they kind of, Lucasfilm maybe might say, hey, Think about these characters. Think about bringing back these legacy characters at this time. We can't 100% say why. And then, or maybe they're, maybe they do say they're going to be in the new show, but we don't want to reveal assets of the new costumes or the new designs or whatever. So this shows that they are aware of what's coming up. They are aware of the timing. Um, And there's rumors of other Ahsoka series figures coming from Yak Face that's out in the public. So we'll talk about it a little bit, but
0: yeah. Those are things that I'm kind of hopeful or things that could be shown at San Diego Comic-Con is yes. some of these things to be like, hey, we're asking you to get this hazlab But guess what? In the main line, there's going to be some things that could maybe go with it as well if you get it.
1: So. Yeah, I think that would I'm confident that they will have these things, but I think they it would ease a lot of people's minds if they actually showed them or announced them. Yeah,
0: that's that's just where a lot of my anxiety stems from is this very piecemeal secrety kind of. Approach that's very frustrating that Hasbro takes, and whether or not that's a Lucasfilm dictation or Hasbro, yeah,
1: or kind of
0: misreading the room constantly.
1: Uh, and I've said before that you know, Emily mentioned to us that every show is different in terms of how much the directors or the filmmakers share with Hasbro, yes. So it seems that like the fact that we didn't get any book of Boba Fett figures until a year and a half after that show aired indicates that you know, there was some early on that were just similar to their Mandalorian looks. Bobo was a good one early on, but it um, seems like John Favreau is very into the secrecy of everything. Don't leak anything through toys. Whereas Dave has been part of the Lucasfilm family for, you know, 15 plus years. And he, he kind of, you know, he's, he, he, know, he collects the toy or he, you know, is a fan of the Kinder toys anyway, he knows how fun it is to have some of the stuff. Some, some surprises should be 100% kept for the show. Oh yeah. Others, yeah. not every single, th- not, the look of the main character does not need to be a secret. I don't think. Yeah. In my or, my personal opinion.
0: Yeah. Or you know, let's avoid another like, hey, it's going to take us two years to give you a Luke Skywalker action figure. Yeah. So. But especially because yeah. that did leak before the film came out, so it yeah, was out yeah.
1: there. Yes. Whatever. I was thinking about which secret Luke scene you were talking about because the, the oh, main sorry one didn't leak, but the the well, both Vikings actually one really, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm I'm
0: talking. 2014 yes. days 2015 it keeps happening it does um but yes so if it's the ghost awesome i'm excited about that i will laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh <laughs> if it ends up not being the ghost cuz honestly i'm just i'm along for the ride i'm i'm yeah. i support the vintage collection just personally this is not me telling anyone to do anything i support the vintage collection i want just about everything that they release for it um And these Haslabs as dream items, which brings up that there are many commonly mentioned dream items. You'll see people on posts about it maybe being the ghost and they'll be like, well, it should be this or I want this. And it's like, great. There's a long list of things we want. So let's keep maybe hopefully showing them that the Haslab model is viable and we can just get more Haslabs.
1: Uh, And to that point real quick, I just wanted to say, you know, people got upset on the stream when we said, you know, support this if you want that. Which, don't buy anything you don't want to do. Don't do anything with your money that's going to put you out, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, looking at, the history, <laughs> looking at the history of the line, they have said things like, you know, Black Series vehicles have not historically done that well for us. We probably won't be doing more of them going forward. That was brought up on a recent Q&A. They specifically went out of their way after, you know, the the Snowspeeder didn't do so hot in Black Series. When they announced the Rancor, they said, it's not going to be a vehicle, guys, don't worry. So. If don't worry, keep, if well they didn't say don't worry, but yeah, yeah. So that was my interpretation. If things don't sell, that means they won't keep making those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so just throwing that out there, just saying that. Yeah. So
0: and I I do that's where I worry. Where if this doesn't do well, guess what? All of those things that I want that would be related to that if it's the ghost uh, would become a lot less likely to happen. So
1: yeah, yeah. Not that they're holding us hostage and saying we need this to get that, but it, we can no. You know, and it's just but if you it want is to support these items and these shows and these lines, then it's not,
0: it's not 20 years ago. We are in a fairly precarious position in terms of stuff. And that's why we do this stuff though, to champion the continued existence, expansion and success of this stuff. So,
1: yes. So you can get mad at us, but that's, that's where we are.
0: Apologies. Uh, Sorry, not sorry. Sorry. But you know, (laughs) I want this (laughs) selfishly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But, you know there are plenty of mention, uh, commonly mentioned things that you'll see pop up in the comment sections of this stuff. Uh, of Haslabs, folks would like to see, and it being based around this idea of a dream item like the sail barge, um, the Razor Crest. Arguable if it's a dream item or not, it's just one that, where we're at today, that it might. It's not something that would be necessarily feasible as a big ticket item. It's high risk for retailers to carry, it. so that's why you wouldn't likely see it made outside of this model. Right. Um. But yeah, uh, let's take a look at some of these other ideas. John, you have a couple notes here to kind of run us through that.
1: So yeah, so there are a lot of ideas that keep popping up, but I wanted to go back to a poll that our friend John Miko ran in the Facebook group last year on July 4th, uh, 2022. It got uh, 1, 1,212 votes, so um, pretty good participation. He had thrown out six choices based on what he commonly saw uh, people talking about as has labs, potential HasLabs. Um, they were the Ghost and the Phantom, which got forty-two percent of the vote. That was the winner,
0: which you will see in many comments that no one wants the Ghost.
1: Yeah. So now that it's womp, womp. being talked about as a potential, and now everyone's like, I don't want this. But until it was mentioned, it was a very commonly uh, requested. Um, second place was a Death Star playset at thirty percent, um, and then lower than that was Figure Dream Packs at nine percent, a Cantina playset at slightly less of nine percent. Um, and then below that was a Sandcrawler at 5%. And below that, in last place, sorry, Tyler, was an Imperial Shuttle, also at 5%. So
0: two of those are things that have already been made.
1: Yeah. And, you know, to a, well, the cantina and the, yeah. cantina and the Death Star have had items in the line, not not a full big playset, but they've had pieces and sections and miniature playsets and things like that. Yeah.
0: And I understand um, why the Figure Dream Packs can kind of be a hard sell if you're not lost deep in the weeds on tooling.
1: Yeah.
0: And the limitations of the mainline and the regular figure budget.
1: The question is always, why can't they just do that at retail? And it's like, well, yeah, that's the great question. But yeah, the answer yeah. is because they're just not doing it. So we got to find another way to get more figures out however we can.
0: Yeah. How do we catch up?
1: Yeah. But so, so those are all items um, we've talked about. I know Tyler loves the Imperial shuttle. Um, I, I have one already. We also have a sand crawler, which it's small. They could they could do amazing things with these items. Um absolutely. I do actually I really want a Cantina playset. Uh the Ghost is absolutely my most wanted Haslab item. I would um, go for death- all
0: of these personally.
1: I I I would too, but and the Death Star and the Cantina playset I think are things that you know people have been talking about for a long time. Now that we have a perfect uh Jabba's Palace playset area coming. Um just imagining what they could do uh with that uh expression going forward is is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm always most interested in things that they haven't done before or haven't done well before i think the imperial shuttle while outdated for sure and 40 years old gets the job done for the most part yeah i need it to look cool as an at an emperor's arrival scene this one does that i don't need to um have a fully detailed interior though a new one would for the sandcrawler i need it to look cool behind a, a a droid lineup the disney one does that the paint could be better the scale could be the scale would be as big as a car if it was actually two scale. Yeah. But, um, so, you know, some of these things we got to uh, compromise on a little bit. Those and, are my opinions on it. I could be tell me I'm these, wrong, are all, but-
0: these are all things that while they are deeply rooted in classic star Wars and the original line, the original trilogy, they're all things too, that have popped up in new and recent media yep. lately and have been featured heavily in things. And so, there's still things that exist in Star Wars today. They always will. I mean, it's not going to not exist, yeah. but yeah.
1: Yeah. Things that have shown up again in Mandalorian or Andor or whatever. Yeah. Um, and another item that uh, keeps coming up this year as Return of the Jedi 40th item is the Ewok village. I don't know how much of that is a joke. How much of that is serious? Some again, folks seem we, pretty
0: serious about it.
1: I think they do. And it would be cool, but we've explained yeah. why it probably is not going to be a Return of the Jedi item. Cause it won't, won't, be shipping until return of the Jedi is 41 and a half years old, which is not really a great anniversary to celebrate.
0: But when did the Ewoks cartoon air? And when, when were the Ewoks movies?
1: 85, 84, 85. There so maybe, go. do it oh then. God, oh God. <laughs> so I mean, it's going to be that now.
0: I mean, if it is, even though that's something that excites me, maybe the least out of everything that we've talked about, I still want it. I'd it would still be cool. It. So I think would be cool. They could do great things.
1: There are definite ways to do, you know, the Ewok villages basically trees and platforms. And I don't think that they, I don't think that's unfeasible at retail or as a, I don't know. It would be cool if they really built it out. Lego's yeah. done some cool ones. They did it. The Kinner one is pretty cool. It's one well, of the few Kenner cool items I have. They a modular
0: set too of like stackable yep. tree pieces and different platforms. So.
1: Yep. Um, I, the fact that they haven't released any Ewoks from Return of the Jedi in the Vintage Collection this year. But again, going back, they haven't done any rebels either, so I don't, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's not, in, it's not an insane idea, but it's just all signs are indicating that it will not be that. So yes,
0: yes. But yeah, are we missing? Put it on your though? wish. I put it on your wish list.
1: Put <laughs> it on a wish list for next year. No, I mean, yeah. it, you know, everybody wants Haslabs. I always, I've said before, but I think some things like Sandcrawler sand crawler are just like people look at what we already have for Haslabs and they imagine that it can only be a giant vehicle. And say, what other giant vehicles do we need? What do we already have? We already have a Falcon, we already have an X Wing, we already have this and that. We need a how about a sandcrawler? That's a big, a big giant item they haven't done to TBC quality, perhaps yet. Um, I know Tim from Box Bounty wants one more power to you. It's it's it doesn't get my motors running as much as uh some of these others, but you know, it's all good. It's all good.
0: Well, speaking of the Ewok Village, going to the going back to Return of the Jedi, it is still the Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary, and while it takes time to get product from concept to shelf, uh, it doesn't take time for me to farm responses from the community as we put out the call earlier in May about the Return of the Jedi anniversary and having the community share their stories about why it's important. Continuing this kind of theme throughout all of our live streams and podcasts this year, I'm just sharing some of these fun little thoughts that people dropped, uh, uh, stories and thoughts that people dropped for us to share. Uh, And jump into this. First one is from Luke photography Walker. Uh, he says definitely hands down. My favorite return of the Jedi moment is when Luke ignites his green lightsaber. I remember yelling, it's green. Oh my God. It's green. A lifetime later, Luke's hero lightsaber is still my all time favorite fantasy weapon. Yes, I, (laughs) I agree. Uh, they just released that in the black series, force effects elite. Perfect time Mm -hmm. to do so. Um, it reminds me of uh, Steel uh, Steel Saunders of uh, the Steel Wars podcast. He had a little hashtag called "Ignite the Green" or something like yeah. that. Made me laugh. Um, <laughs> next story is from uh, friends of the, friends of the show, friends of the SWTVC team. Uh, Twin sons collecting. This one's a little longer. Bear with me for a sec. Uh, our first experience of the Star Wars trilogy was a special edition release in 1997. We were six at the time. Return of the Jedi came out in March, 90, uh, March 1997, and we saw it on a Sunday with our dad the day after seeing Space Jam on the Saturday for a friend's birthday party. I remember dad having to convince mom that it was okay to go to the cinema two days running. Uh, Matt had to leave the screen momentarily because of Yoda's death scene. <laughs> he writes, Ha. Uh, we then watched the VHS set over and over and over and over. Being six, we had no idea that there were original versions and didn't actually see these versions until almost adulthood. We actually found the originals to be as jarring as people found the special editions. Uh, we don't care for Lapty Neck and Yubnub at all, haha. And the 97 version will always be our favorite. Extended celebration ending with the Sebastian Shaw ghost uh we've run out of super uh we've run out of superlatives to describe the original trilogy it will always be the greatest of all time for us we've since seen return of the jedi screenings in a park at celebration europe uh, germany with an orchestra playing the soundtrack at the royal albert hall and the 40th anniversary this year each time we still notice new things in the background or in the score we think the ot is magic the power of the force 2 jedi luke will also remain a top tier figure for us the first figure we remember handing money to a cashier for saved up birthday money we don't mind the Ewoks as much as some people, but we were only six when we saw it for the first time. That's fun. Love. I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, funny story, actually, the day the um, around the time the barge arrived for me uh, back in 2019. I had actually gone uh, in Denver at the First Bank Center, which I think is now closing. Uh, they did uh, one of those uh, orchestra play-alongs for the films, and it was Empire Strikes Back. I would have loved to have seen uh, Return of the Jedi, but Empire is my favorite Star Wars movie, but those play-alongs are magic. So if there's one ever near you, uh, John, have you ever seen one of those where they yeah. do the score I, for the whole movie?
1: I actually have not, but I saw I saw John Williams at the Hollywood Bowl recently, which was an amazing moment, one of the top moments as a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Um, and I saw I that imagine. they are- they're going to be doing Return of the Jedi there in September. So I got to get tickets for that. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Yeah. I'd, I'd recommend uh, basically seeing any kind of live Star Wars music performance is always, always a treat. Yep. So, yeah. They had uh,
1: the but- one, not to derail too much, but they had the one, as I was seeing John Williams, I thought the one they had like, you know, was that 10, 15 years ago? It had Anthony Daniels doing the whole story, episode one through six at the time, the whole thing. They yeah. had a, t- a touring orchestra. It was it was amazing. But... Yeah, it was
0: called, what was it? Star Wars, A Musical Journey. And they released mm-hmm. an album version of that around the time of Re- Revenge of the Sith, right?
1: Yeah, where Ian McDiarmid uh, hosted it. it Anthony yeah. Daniels stepped in for the touring version, but yeah. Uh, yeah. whichever old British uh, Star Wars actor you can get is <laughs> fine by me. Old British Star Wars actor.
0: At, at the time, they're still around, so Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, man. But yes, again, thank you to all that have shared their stories and continue to share their stories with us about Return of the Jedi in celebration of its 40th anniversary with us over at SWTVC on Instagram. That's always hard to say. Uh, (laughs) Please, if you haven't, find that post. Maybe I'll share it to the stories here and continue to add to it. We'll keep going through that throughout the rest of the year, uh, see how far we get. At one point, maybe I'll just do an episode where I'm reading Instagram comments. Everyone would love that. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, but yes, speaking of Instagram, uh, everybody make sure if you're listening to the show, I would hope you're aware of, uh, Instagram being our home, uh, at SWTVC. pretty easy, pretty self-explanatory. Um, follow us there join in the conversation. John, you've been doing some really great stuff for us, such as the HasLab stuff that we've talked about today. There are those posts that we will also share around the time this episode drops, uh, Mm -hmm. but also some uh, plenty of other cool things, including stuff for like the Clone Wars 20th anniversary.
1: Yeah, I just did that this week. It was uh, the top 20 most wanted figures from our uh, data that we collected as part of the March Madness uh, initiative earlier this year, as well as uh, like what kind of repaints and repacks they could get out um, a little more easily You know, we always want all new figures, but there's still a lot of great tooling they could use to make great uh, figures from both the uh, micro series from 20 years ago, as well as the 2008 uh, Filoni series. Um, I'll be doing something similar for Rebels after the HasLab lunches for no particular reason. Yeah,
0: I wonder why.
1: Yeah, but having fun doing that and getting excited and talking to you guys about what they could do and what they can get out. Yeah
0: sweet was well, there anything else you wanted to tack on here at the end oh i know while we were recording this in one of our group chats uh we have been informed that one of the uh target Boba Fett repaints one of the comic ones. I can't remember which one, uh, but we just talked about how, where are they? Well, apparently some folks on the West Coast are beginning to find them today
1: at the time I of recording this. I am a folk on the West Coast. I will definitely be going to target the second we head stop on this uh, podcast.
0: Yes, yes. So then then there will only be one mystery Boba Fett to track <laughs> uh, track down. <laughs> oh god oh boy oh boy so anyway that's a real-time update on the podcast it's old news by the time you listen to it but we're excited
1: they're already all sold out yeah yeah
0: yeah all right gang well hey that'll do it for this episode uh as always rate and review the pod if you have the time to do so there's a handy little link on our bio, in our bio on our instagram uh tell all your friends follow us all that fun stuff and now it's time for the fun hashtags to take us out. As always, back TVC, balance the scales Hasbro, finish the 96, keep 375 alive, get the ghost, save, and may the force be with you.